Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty. And for this month's episode, I have had this anime sitting on the sidelines in my watch list for well over a year, and I wasn't sure when I'd ever get to it. But a guest appearance on one of our favorite podcasts, which we'll talk more about here shortly, called for me to watch this. And I'm so happy that I finally got around to it. So I'm going to talk about the plot the characters, the animation, and anything else I can fit in to convince you why you should watch No Guns Life in less than 10 minutes. Our story takes place in the near future, where many humans have become cyborgs called Extended, and they've resorted to committing crimes to survive. With no memory of his previous life, or who replaced his head with a giant gun, Juzo Inui now scratches out a living in the dark streets of the city as a resolver, a mercenary who specializes in solving problems caused by other Extended. However, Juzo's life is turned upside down when a renegade Extended breaks into his office, pleading for him to protect a young boy named Tetsuro. Now, that remix of a synopsis should paint a nice picture for you, but I understand if you're still sitting here like, this anime is really about a guy with a gun forehead. Yes, and while that is the case, that alone should interest you. I mean, how could it not? There is actually a lot more to this character and this story. Juzo is very fleshed out, even early on in the show, and it makes him very easy to fall in love with. He's got the same rebellious feeling that you get from a character like Han Solo in Star Wars. His humor is dry, it's funny, he's calm under pressure. I guess I'm taking the long way to tell you he's just freaking cool. But where it gets interesting is in the small details that you learn early on. See, he has a gun for a head, but he's not able to fire it himself. He needs someone else to do it, so he has massive trust issues as he struggles through somewhat of a reality that he's just a tool. He's constantly worried about little things like his head rusting, and he's dependent on the Tanigashima brand of cigarettes in town, not only because he prefers the taste, but it also helps numb the pain from nerve damage received from using his extensions. So when he can't find them anywhere, or they're taken from him, he gets a little cranky. And things can be pretty stressful in his line of work, but especially once Tetsuro enters the frame, who is a boy with a special extension implanted in his throat called Harmony, which allows him to control extended bodies from a distance. As you can guess, there are a lot of people looking for him, including the evil Brewing Corporation. And this doesn't help alleviate what Juzo has to deal with at all. Tetsuro has his own memory issues and, still being a kid, has a lot of learning and growing to do, sometimes at Juzo's expense. Luckily, they have Mary to help them both individually and as a group, serving not only as the mechanic to help them with their physical needs, but also jumping in emotionally when the time calls for it. Even if that's not always intentional, and she has a hard time showing it, you can really tell she cares about what she does and about these other characters. And in addition to the ones we just mentioned, there are more great supporting characters in this show, 
even some like Olivier and Cronin from the EMS who are responsible for enforcing extended laws. She takes the approach that someone like Juzo can be used under the table to help move the chains along, while he doesn't trust any of them and awaits the day they eventually turn back into the monsters they were during the war. And it's that judgment and presumption that aid the corruption here. It's very haunting to see how people have to do things like go to the black market equivalent of this world to get basic needs like uh, surgery or replacement of parts. But while the show is dark at times with its themes, there is a lot of fun to be had among the characters' banter, and that mixture made it easy to digest what was going on. Now, before we get too far into this episode, I mentioned that this show had been on my radar for a long time, but it wasn't until friend of the show Jay from Super Bracket Bros reached out and asked once again if I was willing to guest on his podcast. If you've listened to us for a while, you already know about how much we love their show. But if you're a new listener, Super Bracket Bros is where 32 fighters enter from the universes of video games, animes, cartoons, TVs, and movies, with only one left standing at the end. The host of this podcast will serve as your personal multiverse-level bracketologist, guiding you through every stomp, upset, and nail-biting battle you can think of. And with their random location generator, anything can happen. I had the pleasure of joining them twice this season, with the most recent appearance being Juzo Inui versus Jason Bourne. So after you're done here, check the show notes for the link to that episode, and go show them some support. And on top of everything that this show has going for it, No Gun's Life has some great animation, which isn't surprising when you find out who's behind it. Madhouse is one of the studios you've definitely heard of, from their work on Death Note to Parasite, and the first season of One Punch Man. The style here mirrors a couple other big franchises. Its overall tone gives me some elements of Cowboy Bebop in here, while its visual of the characters gives me a sense of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And maybe I'm wrong in the latter part, as admittedly I've never seen that show, but I couldn't help but notice some of the similar looks in the character designs that I have seen. I'm also on a run here with this series on the podcast when it comes to dubs, because that's exactly what I watched this show in, and I thoroughly enjoyed the voice acting, minus one or two performances. But Chris Ryan, who plays Juzo, does a great job in the role, and that's really all that matters. If you aren't familiar with his work, he also does Karasuma in Assassination Classroom, which I also enjoyed his performance in. The first opening theme... Motor City by Kanich Asai definitely fits best with the whole feel of the show, and I did come to enjoy it, but I personally prefer the second opening theme, Chaos Drifters by Sawana Hiroyuki, because it feels like your typical catchy anime theme, which I mean in a very good way. And seriously, the amount of time this anime sat in my watch list is criminal looking back, because now that I've seen it, I can't imagine why it took so long. Juzo Inui is a great character with depth, one of the cooler protagonists out there in anime, and he still finds a way to be everyone's beloved gun dad. Everything takes place in a world that's not too far removed from our own when you strip everything down to its core, which is both unsettling and intriguing. There are several supporting characters here worth rooting for, with a lot of action to help complement the character building that takes place. This show easily could have gathered an audience just off the fact that a guy has a gun for a head. But in the words of our fellow podcasters over at Super Bracket Bros, no true hero is a one-trick pony. 
And Jay, if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed that because I'm over the moon about how much I love this show and how great this season of your podcast is going. We appreciate your collaboration, having us on multiple times, and this one in particular. And I hope my imitations today serve as the highest form of flattery. For everyone else that's tuned in, thank you as always. And if you liked what you heard here, we have so much more content coming as the year closes out when it comes to anime. This month, me and Phil will be at Ocala Comic Con from September 17th to 18th, so stop by our booth for a shot at some free stuff and to possibly be featured on the next episode of Intro to Anime. In October, Chainsaw Man finally comes to us alongside Mob Psycho Season 3 and My Hero Academia Season 6, so there's a lot of opportunity for us to do some content on that. And if you want to talk anime, recommend a show, anything at all, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at Wait For It Podcast, on Twitter at Wait For It Pod. You can find more episodes of the Wait For It podcast anywhere you're listening to your favorite shows now. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and many, many more. My name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and please don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And all you have to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... Wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.